Great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. Oh, what a gift, what a gift, what a gift. You know what I've been thinking and talking with my friends and having conversations, and today I wanted to talk to you about the importance of mentorship and surrounding yourself with people that are pushing the envelope and moving the needle on the barometer towards helping you achieve that next level of abundance, which is success and fulfillment. And not only who you're surrounding yourself with, but also the importance of taking action. And when you have those mentors to pick their brain, to be like a sponge, to soak up everything you can to be able to model the process model their framework, their blueprint that will help with the sustainability for whatever it is that you are striving for in life. And in this episode, I want to actually just share some of my experiences through um, my journey, even as a, you know, a high schooler and things of that nature, just to kind of give you perspective on with the awareness I have now with the understanding the importance of the mentorship If I had implemented what I'm sharing with you today, how much further along in those moments I would have been. And, you know, part of my excitement is just the I've been podcasting for a little over a month now and been getting amazing feedback. So thank every one of my listeners out there that continue to tune in, that continue to share the message. Hey, take a listen at this. Because I'm listening to the feedback, you know, to to look and see and and have listeners all around the world in different countries in Australia and Germany and the UK and Algeria and Ireland and Canada and all around the world. It's amazing to me that I am in a position to utilize this platform to share and spread this love and to be a beacon of light. So I thank you. I am so grateful for each and every one of you that are tuning in and sharing and telling others because that's the only way that we'll be able to take these nuggets of love and light, these mindsets, these routines, these habits, these massive action plans to help map out this journey so that way this life is so much more enjoyable because we're able to sink our teeth into our passions. We're able to set the goals to have elevated emotions, that happiness, that exhilaration, that joy, that glee, that zest, that euphoria. Combine it in conjunction with your unique talents and your gifts, all in the service for the betterment of humanity. When you take those steps together, oh my God, it can be an amazing journey. So mentorship. So I'll start with me. Just from my rearing as a child, my mom was my first mentor, thinking back. She planted the seed for my love for reading and information and education. She created that path for me to be an avid reader and have a hunger for the knowledge and the the imagination and the images and the the, the, the pictures that reading brought, the understanding that it brought the character development that it brought by sinking my teeth into the words and how they painted pictures. So she was the one thinking back now on how ferocious I am when it comes to devouring books now that was planted way back two, three, four years old. 
And then even going further as I, you know, uh, my athletic career at, at, at the Kincaid School, you know, the coaches that I was surrounded by, they have moved on from Kincaid. And I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the athletic director and the head football coach, among other hats I'm sure he wears, uh, Steve Lees over at Episcopal High School. Now, he was a wrestling coach and football coach in Kincaid, and I played football in high school my, my junior year. And truth be told, if wrestling was at a different season, I probably would have wrestled. But he, over at Episcopal, he has athletes that have been under his tutelage that are now in the NFL, that are perennial Division One scholarship achievers. Now, if I understood to that I had this legend in my proximity coming up to pick his brain on certain things when it comes to just sports in life in general. He's been doing it at a high level and he continues to do it at a high level. So it would have been paramount for me to, while he was in my proximity to pick his brain, that's the power of mentorship. A colleague of his who was also my high school basketball coach when I was a senior at Kincaid. He's now over at Episcopal. Wayne Jones, he is a brilliant basketball mind. He always has been. And in my senior year, I should have, knowing now, if I would have picked his brain about how he watches film, how he goes about practice, how he, what are his mindsets and some of the routines that he utilized when he played and that he would like me to have because I played point guard, so I was the leader. So I should have been picking his brain. I needed to be the voice on the court. Now, over at Episcopal, he has well surpassed over 600 wins. And I know in his career he'll get to 1,000 if he wanted to or even more. But imagine and just think about the kids now, the generation now that understands that they need to have that coaching and they need to be able to pick their brains because they have been listening to the Kobe Bryants of the of the world. The LeBron James, like all of these savants in their own right, that's what they do. They pick, they have specialized coaching, specialized mentors to help them bridge the gap and tie it all together so they could be at their peak performance. So Coach Lees and Coach Jones, I'm giving those examples in my life because I had no idea the power of having somebody to lean on and to pick their brain so it's not just a trial and error. That's trial and error, trial and That does not work. That That is not even really a blueprint. Because from day to day, you just have no barometer on where you should go other than cutting your teeth. And that's why you should align yourselves with the coaches and the mentorship. And I speak a lot about this on one of my episodes, Who Do You Want to Be? And it's actually the fourth pillar of who you want to be. Remember, the first pillar is taking a look at a stock at where you are truthfully analyzing. The second one is seeing the results in advance a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. What does that look like in your life? That way you can see a compelling future and be able to reverse engineer. The third one was, why is that important to you? And who needs your all-star game performance? Which then leads to four, 
which is what capabilities do you need? The mentorship that falls under this umbrella, because as you are going through the self-education and you're looking for a model versus the trial and error, getting that mentorship and allowing yourself to be in the proximity of gaining that knowledge from others past experiences. So those two gentlemen are legends and understanding now how important that is to be able to pick their brains. That's why I share for those, you know, high schoolers, college, whomever, this is important. If you're in the proximity of whatever it is in your mind that you want to bring to fruition, your dreams, your greatest aspirations, find somebody or the people that are in that line that have had sustainable success and fulfillment and pick their brain. I take you one further for me going into from high school into college, my freshman year of college, I was blessed to get a scholarship and play at the University of Nebraska. My teammate, Teron Liu, who's a former NBA player, current coach for the LA Clippers, brought the first NBA championship to Cleveland with LeBron. When I was a freshman, I had no idea how to approach him and say, hey, I want to learn from you. And he may or may not have had the capacity to really take me under his wing. But just having the awareness to be able to follow and watch and follow his routines. I had no idea. I was just in it and just like, oh, my athleticism will take me here. But no, it was the mental game. It was me being able to understand the mindset understand the habits and the routines that were necessary to get me from a pretty darn good high school basketball player to an efficient college player, one that's adding value. I didn't do that. I didn't take advantage of that. I didn't understand to continue to partner and pick the brain of, you know, the coach that recruited me to come to there. I didn't understand that. So it was a competitive thing versus a cooperative thing. And so imagine now, because Toronto and I are still great friends, I pick his brain all the time on certain things and what he believes and feels. And so just imagine that for my son that's coming up. I'm in proximity that possibly who could explore some mentorship in that avenue. Going to the University of Houston, while I was going to the University of Houston, getting my marketing degree, had an amazing mentor, Dr. Eli Jones. He was the head of the Program for Excellence in Selling, which I had a, a, an absolute honor to go through. Now, I followed his model, but imagine now the conversations, if I could go back and really pick his brain on the nuances of sales. Yes, I learned from him because he was one of my instructors, but even after the bell rings, you know, sitting down over tea or lunch, you know, Dr. Jones, in this situation where you have shared all the benefits, you've overcome the objections and, you know, there's still a hesitation. What are some of the things that you do to get that cus that customer, that client over over the hill and get them to sign on a dotted line or, or, or just execute the contract, whatever it might be? Right. Those sort of meaty conversations that not only will uh, transfer from a sales or a, a career environment, but also taking those nuggets in those conversations, learn into life. 
I remember also when I was working at United Parcel Service, UPS, Rick Winters, he was the the um, the manager over the uh, particular zip code, the, the center. He was the center manager, and he took a liking to me. But I didn't understand the nuances of going in and, and learning from him. And so maybe some opportunities were lost, but I'm just sharing this so you can get a perspective as you have an opportunity to go out there and find the people that are in your path learn from them when i didn't have mentorship and i rested on my own laurels and i rested on my own trial and error inevitably i came to a failure or a place where i didn't overcome said challenges and then i moved on to something else which is fine because it was part of the journey but now i'm so much more equipped to understanding the value in finding that mentorship that will help you stretch and learn new capabilities because you're not learning those capabilities off of your own laurels and off of your own mistakes. You are modeling, you are following a blueprint and adjusting and modifying your own nuances within that blueprint. That's why as I fast forward to this past year, starting in May, When I dove into the knowledge industry, I found two of the greatest mentors around in the thought leadership in the self-education industry and revolution, Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. And there's a tree of others, the Lisa Nichols, the Brenda Bouchards, the Michael Bernard Beckwith, the Dr. Dr. Joe Dispenza, the Dr. Bruce Lipton's of the world, the Eckhart Tolle's, the Dr. Wayne Dyer's. That's where it started all for me, following his book and his book, series of books. Wishes Fulfilled was the first book for me that really took me down such a spiritual drive and a spiritual path of understanding of going inside, understanding, doing the self-evaluation with that So that when I exude this love on the outside, it can be better understood and it can lead towards a path of light. Instead of always being in my head and having the emotions and having the stimulation of a fight or a flight. Because of the external environment that I engage in without even realizing or having an awareness of how to maneuver through that. And so just that mentorship has really set a path for success because I immersed myself in a group of people that have been doing it for decades, multiple decades with multiple successes. And I learned from them and I watched videos, I journaled, I took classes, I invested in myself through those channels so that I could have a platform like I have right now to share this message with you. I never thought that I would have created this platform, this podcast, and that has just been a springboard to so many other things. But I had to follow somebody that has been in this space, that has articulated messages succinctly, that has created frameworks to follow, not just the inspiration and the motivation, but how to take action. 
How to you? How do you find a mentor? You can pick up and go on social media if need be. You can actually go out and about and you know join forums online and find out where certain meetings or certain workshops are. Because the workshops that are led by thought leaders that could be your potential mentor. But you have to sit and find out exactly where it is that you want to go. And you listen and you pay attention to the people that are in that space. And if it resonates with you, because you really have to sit with it. If they resonate with you and they match up with your values and they match up potentially with your vision or something that you can garner, the nuggets that you can get from them can help you along in your vision, that starts there. But you can't just rest on the information that they give you, you have to, if you want to go deeper and you're feeling the need to go deeper, invest in that if that is an avenue. But you have to continue to surround yourself with the people that are in line with the spirit of that abundance which you seek. Because if you're able to do that and you're able to learn from those and get rid of the thoughts around trial and error, then one day as you implement and get to that next level of abundance for yourself in all categories, then guess what you'll be able to do is go back and you'll be a mentor for somebody else. See, you've heard me say it. I think about it from the, the, the wide awareness I have to have for my children and my grandson that's coming in the next week or so. I have 22, my daughter, 22, Simone. Hunter, 12. Aaron Seven, Soul, he's coming. So I have to make sure that I'm equally equipped to provide them with information along their paths. And even in my journey, still be in the proximity to give them the extra help that they needed, whether it's coaching, whether it's counseling, whatever the case may be. Be able to do that. Be able to in my arms reach have somebody that can help me shed light for them. So I encourage you in that path of choosing in that journey of choosing who it is that you want to be when you get to those capabilities and really wanting to take that next step. There are people out there that are willing to help, that are there to help. And it'll take an investment. How deep in the rabbit hole do you want to go? You have to invest in yourself. That self-education leading towards that implementation towards self-empowerment and self-mastery. That's what it's about. Have others to help you get to the mastery of all the different aspects in your life and how to actually get there. It's vitally important. Oh, I love it. I love all the conversations that I have that get me to a point where I'm in this booth and I can share these sort of things. As always, thank you so much for locking arms with me. This is a movement, a movement of love. No matter what, remember, you are enough. You are supported. You are loved along this journey. I love you, each and every one of the listeners. I love you.
Share this with a friend. Share this with family. Hell, sit down with your pet and sit down and listen to these words. Listen to this love that I'm sharing and share it with others. You never know. You could be a mentor in your community and you can shape lives, not just within the next year or two. I mean, for generations, 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. We are in this together. Yes, these times are uncertain. But guess what? In the uncertainty, that's where the magic happens. I'm going to talk about that. The unknown and the uncertain. Embracing and falling in love with that. And I won't digress too much. We Currently, we are so wrapped up in the fear of the unknown and un the uncertain. But if you were at a point in your life where you are stuck or you're overwhelmed or you haven't even started, well, you know what that feels like. And you know in your day-to-day interactions and engagements and the routines where that leads, you know what that is. And if you know what that is and you continue to feel uncomfortable in being comfortable, then guess what? If you want different results, you got to do something extremely different. Look towards the unknown and the uncertain, but that's for a different time. I thank you so very much for being here with me, locking arms as we continue to lock arms with each other. We are going to shape and mold the world in a way that is human first, being first, love first. How can we love more? See, my obsession, I'm going to share this with you, is when I get to a point where I am on stage talking to a, a stadium of people, I don't just want the the claps in unison. No, no, no. I want it to go deeper. I want our hearts to beat in unison when we're sharing in the experience. Because I want you to think about that. The heart, that beats involuntarily. We don't have to ask it to beat. It just beats what I want. I want to speak to your soul. I want to speak to your spirit. I want to speak to your heart so that everyone that can hear it when we're listening at the same time, experiencing, being present at the same time, that our hearts choose. They voluntarily choose to be in unison together in this love and in spreading that light. Imagine that. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people at the same time in the same awareness being present, hearts beating in unison in one rhythm, one rhythm of love so that we can all be the best versions of ourselves. That way we can make this world, this galaxy, this universe, this existence that much better for generations to come. I thank you. I love you. I can't wait until we're able to be present in each other's presence again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Moments of Mindset, the podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our sponsors, Canatown, where your town love your cannabis. Our mission 
at Canatown is to create an apparel brand that allows you to be proud of where you're from, as well as honor the special plant that has brought us all together. Now, you might be asking yourself, where is Canatown? Well, it's a town with no physical address. It's a community of people that believe in the power of cannabis. Whether it be for medicinal, social, or spiritual reasons, we can all agree that cannabis has played a significant role in our lives. Together, we will change the negative perception of this magnificent plant and help with its progression of being used all over the world. What I need you to do is I need you to go to thecanatown.com. That's T-H-E-C-A-N-N-A-T-O-W-N.com. Subscribe. That will get you on the list where you will get updates on special events, special collections that are actually coming out. And on top of that, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. If you have any additional questions, please feel free to contact thecanatown at gmail.com. It's coming to a city near you. Be ready. And as always, journal, take some notes, voice memo, share with friends, because the only way for us to get the positive message of love, the positive message of light, so that we can all have healthy emotional well-beings, is to spread it around. So I thank you in advance for taking this time to open up your hearts, minds, and souls. Let's get into the episode. I love you all.